Good evening. I am Professor Brian Sewell, renowned art historian and snob. In tonight's show, I shall be discussing a recently discovered musical manuscript from the late 15th century. It regards a young squire's unrequited yet pure love for a young lady of the court. I have got some notable musicians to recreate this song for your appreciation. Here is a segment of it. Thank you and good night. Welcome, welcome, one and all to one, all. S- one and all, one and all to <laughs> Staggering Stories podcast number one eight four. Yay! <laughs> I'm Faye Keith. I'm Adam. I'm Jean. I'm Azdaban. And I, yes, I am the real Keith Dunn. You thought I was going to interrupt? I didn't did. You? I did. That's why I did <laughs> it. Like no, I did wonder why you did it all Shatner-like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You usually do. I know. Okay. Let you hang I'm, in. I'm, I'm, She's burst my bubble now. She's I'm, I'm messing with you. She <laughs> she's always with you. messing with me. And now a word from our sponsor, Staggering Stories. So good, even the doctor listens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. We yes. got letters from Peter Capaldi, oh, and he's a lovely, postcards. lovely, yeah. lovely man. Yeah. He's a lovely man. Yeah, Matt, Matt, what was the what was the guy's name? Do you just Matt, I don't know, but he's dead to us. <laughs> yeah, he he never sent us postcards. That, and as for that tenant guy. Well, here we go. Or, or even tenant. And as for Eccleson. And William Hartnell has never, ever sent us a postcard. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's very bizarre. I got home one evening, this big, thick envelope, handwritten, stamps on it, rather than Franklin like that. Yeah. Opened it up, and inside were six postcards from Peter Capaldi, all signed. All signed. You, you can sort of tell what kind Chimous. of a day Adam had. Just yeah. sort of ripped it open casually. Yeah, I, who would expect that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the handwriting on the, on the envelope is his. Really Did he lick nice. the stamps? He probably licked the stamps. I think that might be something. Oh, save the DNA! We can clone Capaldi. Yeah. Made in the bottom stamps himself. But oh, it does mean, in all, I know where you would have got your address from. Yeah. But it does mean he's he asked, he's actually have to ask someone to do a little bit of digging around. Maybe. So maybe he got the off the production office. Yeah. But on a tangent yeah, from that, I now I now <laughs> announce the Staggering Stories podcast project for 2014 okay. is to clone our own Peter Capaldi <laughs> from the saliva molecules on the back of the stamps. Okay. All right. A new host? We Yes, we may need a strand of his hair. Okay. How do I put this? I'm not adverse to that idea. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. I've had my time. I've outstayed my world. <laughs> See, I told you if we broke it to him like that, he'd just bugger off. Okay, okay. Yeah. Anyway. Now we've stopped gloating. Yep. It's time for the news. Woo! Presidente. Say, El Presidente, I didn't actually write anything. Again, we're going to just freeform it a bit. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, Time has been rather short. We have no news. No. So, does anyone have any we, addendums? I have some news. A, we, we, we've been out partying. We have. We have. Yeah, indeed. Because it was El Presidente's 40th birthday. Yay! Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. 
Please don't have a shot of Presidente Because we've just revealed your your age (laughs) And several more (laughs) Several? Quite a few more then (laughs) Yeah, We're all a bit sort of like We played with bubbles We're fuzzy round the edges this afternoon Mumbly couldn't even make it He's still dead to the world He's only upstairs but he's not waking up for anyone Yeah, so if we start to drift off It's because we've been I'm drifting, I'm drifting Someone tie him in. I have news, I have news, I have news. Uh, what is your news? What is your news? What is your news? Radio Times yes. yep. has been nominated for the best cover of 2013. <gasps> Was it the EastEnders? Why? Oh, oh, he's not no, here. He's not here. Yeah. By, Thank God for that. By the Professional Publishers Association. Ooh. And I think saying the best cover of 2013 is a bit rich because it's the best. One, two, three, four, five. Come on, come on. 12 covers <laughs> oh, it's okay. the 50th one. anniversary one oh, with all the different doctors what's a good one <laughs> <Just> for <laughs> them count it yeah. they show yeah. no, I'm not why sure. did you have to physically count you know how many doctors <laughs> <laughs> is it the hand is one of the covers just the hand <laughs> it's called effect woman <laughs> oh. Oh, she was just teasing us oh okay. you little the, tease the other magazines nominated include Cosmopolitan uh-huh. Country Life Life. That's a nice looking cow over there. Action police box shed. Dum, dum, you see that spiel? It's got fences all around it. It's quite a mix a lot because we've got a Squire, Harper's Bazaar, Metal Hammer, Stylist, and the Big Issue. However, should all of our listeners wish to ensure that the Radio Times wins, the voting is now open and can be made via the PPA website and votes will be accepted once a day every day until the 6th of June 2014. Sorry, I thought you said it had won. No, it'd be nominated. Oh. Nominated. Good chance, though. Yeah, yes. OK, we'll all vote for that. Yeah. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. Any more addendums? Um, well, we have something about uh, the career post Post, post, post career of young Matthew Smith of, of oh, yeah of Smithy. Uh, oh, I yes. thought you said career. No, yes. no, no. Got post career, career. <laughs> postal career. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes, apparently he's been in nominations and casting for uh, the next branch of the Terminator films. Mm. New no trilogy case. of Terminator. Is he going yes. to play Sarah no, Connor. No, no <laughs> reveal of the actual. She was looking quite muscly in Terminator Two. <laughs> so. No, no reaction to what part he will be playing at the moment. But Legs. it is a part that will spread over all three films. Mm. What in a splatto kind <laughs> of way to a greater or lesser effect? Yeah. Yes. Also in parts two and three. But that's because the person that got Sarah Connor up deaf, duff with um, <laughs> deaf, what's duff, his duff. face, doesn't turn up until the end of the first story. I still. <laughs> No, Kyle Reese has been cast and he's much more sexy than Matt Smith. <laughs> We do have other people cast. Amelia Clark. Yes. From uh, Game of Thrones. Okay. Yes. Gets naked with dragons occasionally. Jason Clark. I, I don't think there's any relation. As you do. female in that program <laughs> naked at some point. Not with dragons, Jeremy. Not with dragons. <laughs> oh. yeah. Jay Courtney and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Have you ever heard of What's him? What's he doing in there? Schwarzenegger. He's been in a few things, hasn't he? A couple of bits. Yeah. An up-and-coming actor. Yes. <laughs> 
Well, he was on his way out a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> is he still the governor of... No. No, no, no he's not. No, that's why he's an embarrassment. That's there, why he's appearing in films uh, again. Now. An illegitimate he's child or something. He's quite a good-looking illegitimate child. Well, okay, maybe he's not really his then. <laughs> no, no, he looks like him. But oh, in okay. a, thank God he's got a lot of his mother in him. Kind yeah. Of <laughs> <laughs> According to the official Skydance Twitter feed, yes. mm-hmm. Skydance being the production company, I presume, we don't have a TARDIS, we do have a Time Lord. We're pleased to welcome Matt Smith to the cast of Terminal. So it is official. Excellent. They they could obviously put a police box in there if they needed to. Seems to be popping up everywhere. Wouldn't be at all surprised if you look very carefully (laughs) in the background. (laughs) Just a key ring. (laughs) Any more addendums? I have another one. Uh oh. Share your addendum with us, sister. Don't be afraid. They come in pairs, you know. The BAFTA Television Craft Award took place on the 27th of April in London Mm -hmm. with the world of Doctor Who winning. Two. 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 Repeat that. Not one, but two. two. Categories. Deuce. Oh, not Deuce. two women. The Day of the Daleks. Sorry, Day of the no. Day of the Daleks. Good turn reality. again. The Day of the Doctor Triumph. Right. In the special visual and graphic effects category. Category. She's working those horse teeth in for a horse again. My nominations. Oh, sorry. Whilst an adventure in space and time mm-hmm. was given the award for best makeup and hair design. Mm. What for that? <laughs> what about the best acting? The best oh, <laughs> best making me cry at the end. No, it was David Bradley's oh, hair tell piece. Tell me about it. <laughs> but uh, yes, at least it's, it won something. <laughs> well, yeah, 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 charming. Yeah, got, yeah. got something. His hair it looks good. Yeah. yeah. Everyone was looking just top. Um, I think this one might be old news, but going back to the casting. Oh, thing, I know this one. Yes. The man who played the first Doctor, Mr. William Hartnell, has passed away. Uh, no, 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 not no, that no, old. No, not that old. Oh, no, right. Okay. <laughs> yes. But by the time this has gone out, it's old news now, so it'll be ancient news. So it's by about the time. casting. It's about. Let's casting. see if we can guess. Is oh, it Doctor God. Who casting? No. Oh dear. Uh, not everything is about Doctor. Oh, is he, oh, is oh how dare you use those words? How dare you? Okay, so it's Incoming. Doctor Who casting. No. Is it Godzilla? No. Is it Game of Thrones? No. Is it EastEnders? No! <laughs> is it Star Wars? It... Yes. Oh, they've cast all the new yeah, lot, yes, haven't they? Yes, yes, we have mm. photographs, and I think in the various photographs they have been tagged on who mm-hmm. they are and what role they will be playing. And they oh, included the tag for Carrie Fisher, in case you didn't recognise who she yeah. was, mm-hmm. and Harrison Ford, in and, case you were too old, too and, young, sorry, to recognise who And Mark Hamill. Was. Well, yep. the young actress who's playing oh, Han and Leia's daughter was taken out for dinner by Harrison Ford and got told Dirty off because man. she kept calling him Mr Ford. <laughs> she, she said in her blog that he said, look, don't call me that. You call me Harrison. <laughs> yeah, well, you're Harry. my daughter. Call me Harrison. <laughs> it's also to note that amongst the cast, again, it's only two females. Well, yeah. there's not many women in a galaxy no, far, far no, away. No, no, never were, no. <laughs> So does that mean it falls foul of that? Uh, I can't remember what they call it, but there's some kind of raging um, sexism. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's not that. But there's, there's some, yes, yeah, the, uh... where within a, a film, if there are only a certain amount of females and oh, sausage fest, only seen as um, sexual objects, it falls foul. So you can have one female character, but if she isn't just yeah. in there as the sex object, the, the, okay. the rule is the two female characters have to be talking about something which isn't directly Make... related to male characters, and yeah. most films fail on that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Well, 
Well, Star Wars did. I mean, Leia oh, at one point him. virtually had nothing on. I don't think there was another female character that Carrie Fisher's um, character spoke to at all. In the first one, we had Aunt Beru, but they never met. No, I was say, Aunt Beru no became two a, female characters a, ever interacted with yeah. a smoking thing. husk of a yeah. corpse yeah. before yeah. they met. Yeah. 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 That failed badly. Was it? Yeah, but some of the big names, or important names, as far as we're concerned, are uh, Domhnall Gleeson. Oh, you may know yeah. from Harry Potter and yep. yeah, yeah. that about time thing with yep. uh, mm-hmm. what's the name a while ago uh, who else have we got Andy Circus. Yep. Yeah. Who may or may not be playing a CG character, probably. Not a Gungan, please. Not a, not a Gungan. <laughs> Daisy Ridley, who I don't recognise. Uh, she's Burke. the one who's playing um, Luke and. Not Luke, stop saying Luke and Leia, that's really wrong. Sister. <laughs> oh dear. Adam Driver is apparently one of the bad guys, isn't it? Yeah. Ooh. John Boyega, I don't know. Sounds like it. a thing a bouncy ball does. Yeah. Anthony Daniels, Peter Mayhew, they're both back. Yeah. This is um, R2-D2 guy. Yes, Kenny, Kenny Baker. Baker. Kenny Baker. Oh. Yeah. Which is interesting because uh, Kenny Baker and Anthony Daniels don't get on at all. Uh, yeah, have, a, uh, have artistic differences, shall we say? Yeah. What, over being a pair of robots? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, there's some major falling out between them quite yes. a while back. Yes, I, I think the first day on... That was. Life's too short, guys. Was that, sort it out. Was that before they did films one, two and three in the late 90s? I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think it, oh, so I came Baker back for that. Kenny Baker wasn't involved that much. Yeah, I think okay. it wasn't each one technically, but yeah. not much. No, I, I think it was sort of first day on the set, 1976, mm. that the falling out happened. <laughs> wow. Okay, it goes back a bit. I always thought Auntie Daniels came across as a bit of a <laughs> yeah. git. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if, if you're out there listening, you look a bit of a git on, on stage when we watched you at uh, Star Wars European yep. celebration. celebration. But maybe it's I, gone uh, to his head. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Yep. I played a dustbin in Star Wars, you know. He didn't. He played C-3PO. Aww. <laughs> and he's about the only guy who's done pretty much every form. Variation. Yeah. Yeah, he's done the cartoons, he's done the computer games. The radio. Radio, yeah. Oh, he well. keeps coming back to it. Any more news? I don't have a piece of news, and I do not have an addendum. It's more of an oddity. You can't show people that yeah. on a podcast. Say, yes. Yep, Mondo M O N D O is teaming up with Middle of the Beyond Creations to create Mondo Two Three Seven Collection, which right. is based. The words to be in the moment. Aren't yeah, which is based <laughs> on the carpet from the Shining's Overlook Hotel. What you can buy a replica you, of the carpet? You can buy. You can buy a jumper, scarf, and ski mask. What in that? Square design. Oh god, that's horrible. That's awful. It was horrible in the Oh right, yeah, oh, okay. Hexagonal. Yeah, you can buy a jumper. Lovely. Why would you do it's, it's not a jumper, it's, it's a cardigan. A weird orange and black hexagonal A scarf. Right. Very of its time, isn't it? And a ski mask. Yeah. Yeah. No, that isn't even of its time. That was bad then. A ski and mask. If someone mugs me in that ski mask. The embarrassment. Yeah. Oh yeah. dear. You can get a six inch scarf, a ski mask. Six, six inch scarf. scarf. <laughs> uh, that's what it says. A six inch I think it's width. width. Oh, oh right. right, okay. Short scarf. For your bar. Put it on your Matt Smith figurine there. A doormat, an area mat. I'm your doormat. And you can also get with it, you get a free key ring for the door 
of room 237. Okay. Just okay. a keyring match I'm the door. I'm really probably not going to rush out and buy any of those. <laughs> no. No. Unless well, you hate someone. It's more, it's, the film, it's, it's more of an it's oddity rather than not a... Uh, film. Yeah. I should watch on over to... Anyway. Oh, yes, I think I think Adam has... Our president has some really exciting news as well here now. Oh, Thank excellent. You. OK. Oh. What's your exciting news? And why, you, why does Jean know about it before us? Yeah. Well, she, she's leaning over and looking at the tablet. That's yeah. Oh, I see. The, the Omega... Or the Omega Factor. Oh, yes. Omega. Omega Factor. I don't know how they pronounce it in the programme. But this old, late 70s series late, late is 70s, back I from think. the dead. Yes. Thanks a big finish. Gene yeah. yeah. was about to jump in and defend it there, but he wasn't yeah. talking about you. So about <laughs> the Omega Factor. If I remember rightly, it was a bit rubbish. No, 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 no. I'm just, just, just waiting was, for her to it. bite. Is she glaring? She, she she's locked that, on, she yes. She has that fixed smile. <laughs> it did on. have Louise Jameson in it. And she's back. So did Tenko. Yep. That was oh, a bit crap as well. She did it with Big Finish, yep. Oh. As far as I know, she's the only returning character. Yeah. yeah. Well, James Hazelden's dead, so he can't come back into Please it. tell I, us, Jean, what did the Omega Factor well, involve? Was it about fish? Hang on, hang on. He's dead, but considering the nature of the actual programme, that shouldn't stand in the way um, right <laughs> before um, X Factor made it all fashionable to have weird freaky as far as you think X Factor is full sorry. of weird no I'm sorry you were pretentious and can't sing at all <laughs> <laughs> Before X Files, no, no, no. Please say X Files. <laughs> yeah. Before, before X Files gave us all these kind of like freaky programs, and you got Supernatural. Now, Omega Factor was one of those leads. It predominantly worked around Scotland, and there was a guy that was investigating the paranormal. Yeah. And it turned out he had some latent abilities. But I always remember this one scene where he's walking down the streets in Scotland, and all of the streetlights are going out Something's one by off, one. Well, as he goes past. As he yeah. goes past, and, it gets, and, sometimes, and it was really freaky. And I've watched it subsequently and gone, no, that wasn't just the eyes of a child. No, I want to watch it now. So, it, Cheryl, it, do you think the Omega Factor <laughs> should be allowed through, or are you going to give it a miss? I'm going to give it a miss. Now, if it's, <laughs> if it's as good as a TV series, it's going to be excellent. It's got an actual plot behind it about someone having gone missing. Oh, it's more than street lamps. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's a real psychological. It did, if drama. I remember rightly, it did touch briefly on the stone tape theory and it various did, other yeah, it explanations. Has, it for has this. a real strong feeling that although it isn't by Nigel Neal, you could easily have mistaken it had been written by Nigel Neal. It's very much in that kind of mould of writing. Mm. How long did the original series? Run for. It was only one series. It was one it? series, but because it's based on a book, mm-hmm. it was it was in the time that if it's only one book, then that's all we're doing. We're not going to expand it or add to it. We're just going to tell the story as it is. And if I remember rightly, didn't guy that played the Black Guardian play the villain? In I it? Valentine Valentine Dahl. Fairly sure Valentine Dahl was, well, I say the villain in it, was one of the masterminds behind uh, the shenanigans. Yeah, it wasn't pure and white. Shenanigans. Shenanigans is a good word. We don't we use like shen- shenanigans. We don't use the word shenanigans enough in this day and age. I agree. I agree. I stuck it like, in and you like took kerfuffle. the mickey out of me. Yeah. Like kerfuffle. That's another word we don't use. <laughs> Does that happen often? <laughs> Soon find out the weekend. <laughs> 
it was a psychological drama, if they, with the sound effects and all the rest yeah. of it, they could probably make something really spooky out it. Wasn't, of it wasn't. It might be a bit of their um, Sapphire Steel range. Yeah, it, it would yeah. be very much in keeping with that. The original 1970s budget, you couldn't see the monster, you just always hinted at it. Okay. Which is sometimes a lot more effective. Yeah. It was said a before. hell of a lot more. The murder yeah. comes to mind. Yeah. Well, I can tell on the Big Finish website, in October, Louise Jameson is reading the audio book. Yeah. Presumably the original book. The original mm-hmm. book. And then from May 2015, there's going to be a series one which will feature her as the main in charge of the operation now in modern day. Yeah. Oh, cool. Interesting. I'll add that to the wish list for my Christmas present. That, <laughs> I might add the that, original series. Is so. that the end oh, of the news? Yeah, if you can get hold of the original series on VV, <sighs> VCR, watch it. There we go. Or DVD. Okay. I'm going to get the DVD. We have some more news. Oh, yeah. Okay. We, okay. we have a new member to our lusty band. Well, actually, lusty I'm, band. Not, I'm not sure if it's a new member member of a pretender <laughs> to the phone. So, will you be yeah. quiet? <laughs> he's going to see his boyfriend for the next week. <laughs> oh, where his mind is. We, we have a more pretender to the throne, I think. Well, we have a new person, part of a person. <laughs> That's the only part you need. Staring with a Mona Lisa grin down at us mm. all. He's got eyebrows, though. He does, he does. We're not entirely sure what he is. We think he might be the bland, open, honest head of Davison. It's kind of like a minion head, isn't it? It is, but, yes. you know... I'm liking we'll the way is... that sort of the head of poetry is now facing towards the bookcase, not taking any interest. Yeah. He's sulking. <laughs> He's sulking. Yeah. What we'll do is we'll put a picture of other head yeah. on the site and on our Facebook page, and you guys can think of a name for him. Anyway. <laughs> is that it for the news, then? I think that's it that's for it the news. That's it for the news. <laughs> watching time flights haven't we just god only knows why (laughs) but i would like to speak in defense of it okay Okay. this won't take long this will not take long (laughs) at all in my opinion this is the same sort of thing as keith's murka thing it's good on paper (laughs) not so good in execution yeah the idea of the idea of uh, concord being kidnapped kidnapped out of time etc etc that's a good one that's an excellent one the idea of Anthony Ainley pretending to be a green Buddha is not so good the sets what there was of them were pretty awful Mm -hmm. the end of the season the arse end of the the season season. Um, some of the performances from the um, guest characters were questionable to say the least and (laughs) there was absolutely no reason whatsoever to abandon Tegan at the end you know just because you assume someone's in in the TARDIS you take off and go you don't check when has he ever (laughs) done that before what was that John Nathan Turner perhaps trying to please the fans again (laughs) yeah (laughs) just teasing us left on a bad story came back on a bad story well you will be pleased to know this is Peter Davison's least favourite story <laughs> I'm not surprised I think it's every, yeah the main difficulty with it is the fact that it's as I said on the arse end of the season yeah. I thought he was going to so say the, a piece of but no, no, <laughs> the, the story is mediocre mm. and it's not helped by the production value because they literally have no money yeah. and it's written by director Peter Grimwade isn't yeah. it yeah I mean the plus yeah. points is they actually got permission to film at 
he Keith 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 yeah. yeah. All of that and looked really good. All yeah. of the inside scenes of a the Concorde fl- on flight deck are really good. genuinely inside a Concorde. Yeah. You can, um, and you can tell. It, it's, so it's obviously done on film, but it's really pin sharp. Yeah. 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 Compare actually, that to the studio work. Yeah. 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 They let them loose inside. It, it was their flagship Concorde yeah. ship. So, and I thought that was quite nice because that was quite realistic. Uh, I know. Brown seats, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is the most uncomfortable plane to fly in. Yeah, my father flew I know the whole thing with. Anthony Amy was to hide the master yeah. for it the point of the van, work. but a it didn't work because you knew who it was straight away. It made no sense in the plot. Yeah, it yeah. was yeah. disguise for disguise it was sake. Tone Yeah, I mean, it, it was kind of like they wouldn't know who he was as the master. There's ever. I'll tell you the thing the about only, the only thing I can get around it is that he had his setup with, yeah. with the crystal ball yeah. and whatever and was saying. And obviously, as the uh, mystic, he, he had long-range vision, so he could see what was going on. Yeah. yeah. So, so, oh, the doctor's there. He'll recognise what I am. I better black up or disguise myself <laughs> up before we arrive. <laughs> Can we cut <laughs> I realised there was racism in it as well. I, I better, <laughs> pretty fine line, I'd say. But <laughs> I, I, I better disguise myself up before he comes in and completely ruins the plan. But, but he, he was disguised giggle, giggle, long giggles, before tea, that, wasn't yeah. he? What was and the point? He, he pulls off the mask and the doctor's up yeah, anyway. Only yeah. when he thinks he's killed him. <laughs> yeah. And what, that's another thing that used to bother me. We used to, it used to really annoy me. You saying about the um, name they'd given yeah. the so-called N- actor at the Neil end. Tony. Yeah. And uh, what was it? What, during King's Demon, it was James, James Stoker, Stoker, which was an anagram of Master's Joke. Yeah. It was like, ah! Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's yeah. 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 Keeper of Trark, and it was Tree Mass, wasn't it? Yeah. Master. Yeah. Well, it, it, worked, it worked on that one because we didn't know that the Master yeah. was in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the only time it worked. But if that... If they'd actually given a rationale in yep, the story I'm not, I'm not... for him being dressed up as this sort of like Green Buddha, yeah. Green Buddha, it would have maybe worked, but it it just didn't fit in. I, there was I, no I'm, reason for it. In the I story. am not denying that. We I go think... back to the previous story we reviewed, uh, Mark Arani. Yeah. And he's in the field dressed up as a scarecrow. Thing. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's his running it's, it's gag. A, it's a kink he's it got is, going. Yeah. This, this is the first one where we actually we don't get any explanation for why the master's there. Just it's always, oh, you escaped from... <laughs> Zarephas. Well, no, and this time it's... Castrovalva. This time you escaped from Castrovalva. Last, yeah. Next time it's you escaped from Zarephas. Next time after that it's you escaped from... But we it's never got a you ex- syndrome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we never got a you escape from Salm when you were on fire in Mark of the Rani, did <laughs> <laughs> no. Never explained that one. No, they didn't try it. That one. No, yeah. no. I did like some of the uh, model work that they used when uh, they were wandering around. Where is it? Zerafas? No, no, prim- uh, Primeval Earth. Primeval yes. Earth. When they were wandering around there, and you had all I... the models in the distance. Mm. That worked. And then they put a sort of haze filter mm. or Vaseline, yeah. something technical, <laughs> over the camera <laughs> lens <laughs> so that you couldn't quite tell. Um, the yeah. perspective. But, yeah, but unfortunately you could tell that they're actually not on Primeval Earth. They're wandering around the studio with a painted backdrop. Mm. I d- yeah, oh, remastering yeah. it didn't help, did it? No. And I, I, I mean, think you can notice that on the original transmission, let alone the remastering. <laughs> and, okay, you've got with, like, Kinder and Snake Dance, they're very obviously studio-based. And we've had it before where it's been a very obviously studio-based thing. But this yeah. one, it was almost like play for today's studio-based. Yeah. Yeah. It, it almost felt like we're in a studio. Oh, we give up, guys. Was, we're yeah. just going to... What, re- what it reminded me of, the, the, the look of it, 
was Star Trek's Spectre of the Gun, where they're not in the Wild West, but they're in an illusion of the Wild yeah. West. It deliberately stu- looks like a studio. It's yeah. meant because yeah. the buildings were half finished and open plan. And that was very much the feeling I got with this, though it's meant to be primeval earth it is only half finished there seems yeah. to have, with peter davison's era did anyone else find that the whole thing is often very overlit yes. yeah oh, that, yeah that's yeah. a chronic problem oh, yeah, yeah. But, if, the, if there was some more if it was darker yeah it would the have only, had a better effect the only Absolutely. one that, to my opinion the only one that is properly lit is probably frontios where they it's all a cave system mm. so it's one light source down mm-hmm at the floor mm. rather than all over. Also, all over. there was some of that on Kaiser Andrazani. Yeah, oh, Kaiser Andrazani and suddenly actually changed the I'm whole look s- yeah. and did more than one static and also, camera. And, like, no, and no, we, no, we no, pause no. for Keith's no. weekly <laughs> bashing of Kaiser Andrazani. <laughs> yeah. no. You have 15 seconds starting now. Kaiser Andrazani is overlit. It's lit from the top, showing that it definitely has got a flat studio floor. You have eight more seconds. No, Do you wish no, to use no, them? No. We'll save them for next time. <laughs> oh, no. I, I think with this story, intrinsically, it was a good story. It needed working on. Yeah. Yes. And it needed, I was a bit more Love. money thrown at it, but a bit more money thrown at it in terms of being able to give it a decent set mm. and that kind of stuff. I don't think it would have ever been one of the strongest stories. No. But it wouldn't have been quite as bad as one of the weakest stories. I think the um, the plasmatons, the grey yes. slabs. Yes. <laughs> the foam. The, the first shot you get of them, I think, is close up and you they look spectacular. You then get a couple of long shots and you see the legs sticking out. Yeah. Of it. it, it, it sort of, <laughs> Do you know what yeah. they reminded me of? That first scene when they start bubbling up was when you were blowing bubbles into my cup of tea yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Did you blow bubbles into this man's cup of tea? Oh, many times. (laughs) Yeah, they did. Just a bubble bath. But you can't even excuse the the budgetary things with the end. It's all off screen. The Zerafin are suddenly saved. Yeah. How how did that happen? Yeah, Yeah. that's it. Again, it's as as if they sort of run out of ideas and and time. time. Matthew Waterhouse seems to have worked out how to act even worse than he did previously. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's the point of being contractual, presumably? Yeah, Yeah, he was contracted to actually Well, I think think it's, it's twofold. One, he's contracted. To, to do it and two Earthshock was the story previously so he was still in the credits for the Radio Times so yeah. it wouldn't come so much as a shock they could have done or it came th- as a shock because he's yeah. still credited mm. as being in there they did use the technique though the whole sort of like bringing up images to try and stop you going forward yeah. they repeated that in the Five Doctors but they could have done something mm. a bit better with Matthew Waterhouse I know he was pretty limiting in what <laughs> he could have done I think suggested that when you listen to the commentary it usually involves large holes and piles of concrete <laughs> <laughs> oh dear did anyone like Captain Stapley did that cheer anyone else up mm. or do you think he he should have had silly music as he crept round the TARDIS following the master about. <laughs> yeah. I can't help but think of the Farmageddon YouTube video. Oh, yes. God, yes. Kind of yeah. looks between the crew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the thing is, poor old Sarah Sutton's acting her little socks off in this one. I think Talking she, of socks. Know, she yeah. does quite well, the, the character, especially when she's sort of like being possessed by the... Maybe she knows it. Bubbles it was yeah. her that went through other Matthew Waterhouse. That's it. Yeah. It's just but very lucky. There she's trying her best. They're all making the cast are trying their best, and it's like while all around them falls in flames. Yeah, almost. Th- there was also a sock puppet at one point, wasn't there? At the end of episode two, oh, trying two to be headed, a little crab thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 
Yeah. Oh dear. Oh yes, the early Marvel of the CGI'd on. Same trick in Time Flight. Uh, in uh, Time Lash, sorry. Oh, yeah. they both had time in the time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> there we go, both uh, had sock puppets. Well, it's in Time Lash, I thought. <laughs> yes, yeah, I think I, you're right admit, there. Yes, yes. Uh, actually, I know... Um, and that didn't have any location work. Warriors of the Deep had, came bottom of the 200 list. I don't think it did, actually. But, yeah. I, think, I think this is way down worse than that one. Oh, I think it smashed it to, to I would say, and... this is one of those Doctor Who stories that is probably better watched with the commentary of... Yes, definitely. Definitely. Uh, commentary on and half a bottle of wine in you. Yeah, where's the because other half? There, there is Still one point. All oh, right, excellent. There is one point where literally the three of them just slack on the Who's doing it? Is Peter Davis and Janet Fielding and Sarah Sutton? Janet Fielding and and who was the director? Well, it wasn't Peter Grimwade. He wrote it. Ron Jones? No. Yeah, Ron Jones. I think it was Ron Jones. Yeah, it was Ron Jones. Did he do many doctors? I don't he know. Did he, he doesn't actually he? say oh. very much. Yeah, just, probably. Yeah. I mean, Let's I'm watching it at one point, and then they're talking about something. And Sarah Sutton says, "I think it was either Sarah Sutton or Jeffrey." Says, "Oh, isn't our makeup laid on a bit?" It's on it. it all keeps going off at weird tangents. Uh, yeah, because that's they're probably freezing on uh, Heathrow yeah. Airport. Oh, yeah, they, <laughs> <laughs> they said they had to sweep the snow away, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you get things like. They go and have a look around the, the Concord and there's snow. Then it takes off on a lovely yeah. green <laughs> spring day. Well, they've very good at keeping footage. the runway clear. I great straw the green around it. Oh, and, yes. and, yeah. and when you take off from the um, Plycean Age or whatever it was, you can just through the haze of the takeoff scene. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You've got these rocks statically in front, but the, uh, the, the planes just jump yeah. it everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. the famous one with the bird flying across. <laughs> yeah, there was, there was a pigeon or something. Well, perhaps yeah. it flew down the time corridor as well. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, ah, it could be the first. So it, time, that, mm. that was all because of the fact they didn't have the, the money to even just go out and reshoot specific yeah, scenes. Just stop footage stop of, the, footage. Top, yeah. of yeah. the plane going off themselves. It is a piece of history, isn't it? Concord. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's such yeah. a big Concord. thing, yeah. certainly in this country. Yeah. I don't know what it was like in France. Part of the country oh, it I came think up it went down it. in flames. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Leave the room now. It was an icon, was an oh, icon yeah. at the time. Yeah. And I know they, they were thinking of contingency plans, what to do if they couldn't get Concord. You could imagine what it would have been. Yeah. <laughs> beat up old... Uh, talking <laughs> of... Cessna. Yeah, beat up Concord. Adam made a very good point about uh, the Concord not sustaining much damage. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's a whole line about it. Oh, it's been covered by an illusion all the damage yeah it's the been scuffed <laughs> yeah, yeah. there was just one, a wire with some fluid yeah, you get the feeling it was a more sensitive craft than that and landing yeah. in prehistoric earth Rocks. may have we, knackered it a bit we were trying to work it out because of course the nose cone points down but when yeah. it lands it's all up funny so the, the wheels would have hit probably been ripped the tail off would have yeah. then the, it would have flipped over the, the nose cone <laughs> would have dug in the ground it so would have done some comedy so the probably ended really quickly and yeah. deadly yeah. Yeah. yeah we would have <laughs> not had any more Doctor Who. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, there's one thing I do like and yep. what I have to point out is the internal gyroscopes to the TARDIS. Is that the first time? That was the first time yep. it was seen. Yeah. When was the, the next And the orientation was it of the yeah. interior the 11th room. hour when it's it came It's been used back. in New Who uh, a bit. I can't yeah. where. It's a good idea. 
Yeah. But it makes you wonder how they get in. Yeah, well, you see the <laughs> way that Janet Fielding and Sarah Sutton suddenly run into the console. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they go <laughs> in as if they're jumping, jumping into down. the box. Yeah. Yeah. Side. Gravity flips. And then something yeah, flips. Did you like Peter Davison sliding down the floor? Oh, I always liked Peter <laughs> Davison sliding down the floor. <laughs> he did it face up just for you. Action cow. Somebody actually thought about that. The TARDIS is going to yeah. be on the side, but the console room is going to be. Yeah, it came at one nine six out of two hundred ah. on the poll. So quite low then. Quite low. Yeah. <laughs> what did it beat? Warriors of Deep one eight five. One eight five. Last it was uh, I think it's Twin Dilemma. Yeah, Twin Dilemma. Don't, don't, okay, okay, I stand corrected. <laughs> time Nash at one nine nine and uh, Time the Rani, which we uh, avoided last time. One nine eight. I was going to say, guess Great what collection. we'll be watching next week. <laughs> yeah, I think you know Time the Rani. I think you. Yeah. I'd rather watch the Twin Dilemma. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Yeah. But no, I mean, I mean, generally speaking, time flight's okay. It, it, it's a bit dull. It's a bit dull. And it's all rushed, the ending. I think, um, unlike some of them, it suffers more from what they weren't able to give yeah. the plot yeah. rather than yeah. the plot itself. You yeah. went in so strong to defend it then and then you, you sort of back down and put yourself yeah, you, off. you sort of realise there's not a lot to defend. There's not a lot to defend. You're staking your reputation on this? It, no. It, it's as simple as this. You have to watch it because you need to know that Tegan's gone and then you have to get her back in Ark Infinity. Yeah. Yeah. Or you could just miss them both out. And she wouldn't have left in the first place. Yeah. No. She would have just, just got a costume. Yep. Yeah. Hair had a haircut. Yeah. That's it. Well, if you could call that a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> I had a similar one, you know, the old bowl. You've still got a similar yeah. one. <laughs> oh, you leave my Javanka alone. Oh, the one bit I did like about it was the reference to Unit. Oh. Yes, there, there we are, the little uh, verbal cameo yeah. there oh, right yes. at the beginning. Yeah. Oh, we're going to get some Lethbridge Stewart. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Predating the old psychic paper. Yeah. yeah. Davidson is not the strongest of characters, his doctor. Yeah. Other doctors put his bust on the way in and take yeah. charge naturally, but he was a bit more of a meek. Mm. Yeah, to, yeah, if anyone yeah. needed more, psychic paper, it was him. Yeah. yeah. Everyone was really posh in Time Flight. Well, of course, they were They were Cabin British Caledonia. Yeah, yeah. Concord. BA, wasn't it? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah. British Caledonian Airways. Airways. Was it that? I don't know. <laughs> it just reminds me of my nan, because she worked for British Caledonian. <laughs> well, just generally time flight. Uh, I think, oh, hang on a minute, the uniform's did, all wrong. Did, did your nan usually get trapped back in Neolithic Earth? All the time, mainly oh. in Astral Towers. Oh. Only happens you're on Concord. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Apparently, two Concords, what's the chance of that? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't well, ground them after that. And that bird... <laughs> And the bird. And, and the bird. God, that's over. <laughs> what, time flight in general? Or yeah, the route? yeah, pretty much. <laughs> There'll never be suppose, another though, one. It depends how far back in time they went. If a bird did million get... Oh, perhaps not then. If a bird did get dragged back, perhaps Tyrannosaurus rexes came full circle and they actually descended from birds and then ascended yes. back into birds. All because Ooh. of that one pigeon. <laughs> Stop <laughs> the pigeon. You're not having <laughs> any more Mountain Dew. Okay. <laughs> We have a new game, everybody. A new game? Oh, yes. Newish. Is a spin-off. A spin-off game. Marmite? A spin-off game, yes. We can add Marmite quite easily. Ooh. Ooh. No, we could not. Oh, OK. We've... Fight, fight, Ro- fight. Room 101. Marmite and bananas. Boom. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's no? harsh. No? Leave the bananas alone. Wait, what about the Marmite? <laughs> oh, excuse me. Excuse me. 
Bananas have 50% of the same DNA you oh, find in humans. Oh, will you stop it's going to cannabis. So does everything. Adam's knob has 50% of the DNA you'd find in humans. The new game does not involve Marmite, bananas, or 50% human DNA. What about Adam's knob? We can, we can add it in for a bit. You notice he had to hesitate. <laughs> I just think about it. Yeah. Today we are playing Cards Against Gallifrey. <gasps> Thanks to Nat for yep. suggesting this one. Thank you, Nat. Thank Who's you. Nat? Nat, formerly of Bridging the Rift. Ah, yes. hello, yes. Nat. She's formerly Bridging a Rift. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. She's a busy girl on that phone. Would you care to go first, young Scott? Indeed. After we watch the episode, I've got some blank flavoured jelly babies to hand out. Christopher Eccleston. Slitheen farts. Okay. Fifty years of fanfic. <laughs> flavoured? Flavoured? Mm-hmm. Air from my lungs. <laughs> I think Jean wins that one. <laughs> There's a new dance on Gadafay. It's called the... Being used as a plot device by Stephen Moffat. <laughs> Taking a Doctor Pooh. <laughs> Fish fingering your custard. Yeah. <laughs> the master singing A Bad Case of Loving You. <laughs> I think Keith's on that one. <laughs> Booyah. Satisfied. What's going to be the new Doctor's catchphrase? A fez caked with semen? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sharing a public restroom with a weepy angel. <laughs> Companion porn. <laughs> Plot holes so wide you could drive a truck through them. <laughs> okay. Back to time flight again, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I give up blank to travel with the doctor. I give up Tom Baker in nothing but a scarf to travel with the doctor. <laughs> I'd give up a Doctor Who body pillow to travel with the doctor. <laughs> I'd give up fondling a Dalek slippery bits to travel with the doctor. <laughs> I'll give up the big banana in your pocket. Ooh. I think I'd have to give up the Dalek slippery bits. <laughs> According to the Daleks, blank is better at blank. Oh, River Song is better at Dalek porn. They would know. K9 is better at humping your leg. Yes. <laughs> Pointing at your crotch and saying Alonzi is better than a sonic screwdriver stuck on a vibrate setting. Well, quite. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure about that. <laughs> Hang on, I found it, I found it, I've lost it, I've lost it. It's better than. <laughs> the end of time itself is better than walking in on Jack Harkness doing your mum and your dad. Oh, <laughs> I think we've won that one. Oh, yeah. It's only better than that. He'd yeah. do it too, yeah. you know, Barrowman. Oh, yeah. Adipose were thought to be made of fat. But are really made of... Rusty Cybermen. (laughs) The poor costume decisions that were the 1970s. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, this answer is only available in the fanfic version of Cards Against Gallifrey. (laughs) (laughs) The Mary Jane Adventures. The Mary Jane Adventures. Uh, It says... uh, Mary Jane is fanfiction where the main character is so obviously meant to be the author. Yeah. I like your card, Karen. Oh, thank you. I like your card too. (laughs) 
Okay. <laughs> they found some more lost episodes. They were found in... Your dyslexic friend who wants you to come watch a marathon of Doctor How. They were found in him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were found in a shitty Doctor Who knock-knock joke. <laughs> <laughs> they were found in an acid rain shower on Scarvo. Well, yeah. <laughs> they were found in a blinged-out TARDIS blasting dubstep when it travels. I think that's probably correct. (laughs) (laughs) Who is going to be the Doctor's next companion? Glenn Beck continuously puking as a brood of Daleks swarm in on him. Who's Glenn Beck? I don't know. Okay, look it up, look it up. (laughs) A guitardis. (laughs) Okay. Davros getting up on the wrong side of the bed. Christopher Eccleston. What? (laughs) (laughs) Why not? He's got to come back sometime. (laughs) I've got another one. A Vashta Narada that just wants a hug. We've got to go for the Vashta Narada that just wants a hug. The Doctor did it. He saved the world again. This time using a... Costco-sized bag of jelly babies. (laughs) Using a... Stephen Moffat taking a big old dump in your Cheerios. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> Using a low budget special effects. <laughs> Using a doesn't really work. The hideousness that is Axicoroco Felipatorius. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go for Scots. No. It's a little known fact that if you send a blank to the BBC, they will send you a picture of the doctor. Rose Tyler's teeth. <laughs> a bigger bluer TARDIS. <laughs> the buzzing noise that the sonic screwdriver makes. <laughs> 16 feet of scarf bondage. Ooh. <laughs> Fapping to Billy Piper playing a cool girl. <laughs> We've all done it, huh? Yep. <laughs> a lot of Piper in that round. There was. In that case, shall we move on? Yes. I think we, should. we should. That was silly. Not rude <laughs> enough. There was one uh, answer here. The fuck machine dungeon of the Cybermen. <laughs> Why didn't you use it? <laughs> that sounds a little bit more Barbarella than Doctor yeah. Mars Attacks. Mars Attacks. What a massive cast. I mean, it was brilliant. We couldn't believe it. Swelling. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Pierce Brosnan, Tom Jones, um, Michael J. Fox. Yeah, yep. now, Jack now Nicholson twice. Uh, that foot. Yep. I mean, Jessica Sarah, Sarah Jessica Oscar Parker, Parker. Yep. Danny DeVito, and a dog. There was a dog. There was a dog. Glenn Close. Glenn Close. Yeah. Tom, yeah, Tom Jones, who did not take himself seriously. No, so the no, whole film no. seemed like he was so enjoying it. He enjoyed it. Mars Attacks is back. There was an early sixties Mars Attacks <laughs> film. Yeah. Oh, but there were really? yeah. And I it's based on. But it's based on the bubblegum cards. cards. Yes, tops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Which, for anyone that doesn't know, once upon a time when you got sweeties, bubblegum being one of them, you used to get little cards that you yep. could collect. The, the, uh, the like little baseball cards. Yeah, like They're pretty cards. gruesome looking at them, though. But, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Kids. They really can't yeah. even kiss things. I they, think they, hearts be removed. And I think it's the from a time period before the comics authority. 
Yes. Right, yeah. yeah before that's how censorship com- was invented. That's how they managed to get away with it. And they sort of took that in with the film as well, didn't they? Yes. Removing internal organs and things like that. But and they also, were quite yeah, great. It had a very cartoony yeah. look to it. The, the, the high high colour ratio, so yeah. I That's it, yeah. Very period looking as well. It, it was modern day at the time, yes. Yeah. They all yeah. had 60s style phones and, and outfits. Yeah, the oh, yeah. clothes as well, yeah. Yeah. I love this weird. film. It is very, um, very weird, yeah. I didn't. It, didn't you? It, really? It, it, it was... It ha- don't get me wrong. It certainly had its moments. <laughs> and there were a few areas that raised a smile. But on the whole, I thought it was pretty bo- boring and bland. Oh. And which area think, were you smiling in? I think in? it was... Uh, personally, I think it was the first in the long line of uh, Tim Burton flops. It didn't do very well, certainly. No. Yeah. Even the DVD and Blu-rays have no special features on Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just sort of pack it out and get it out. Yeah. But, yeah. Did I hear you say you didn't like this film? I'm not saying I didn't like it. I'm just saying I didn't enjoy it. Play it back, Adam. I'm sure he said he didn't like it. I'm sure. From in there it said, no, I didn't like this film. It, was, it wasn't what it could have been. I like what? the fact it didn't take itself seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Jones yeah, it was a B movie. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. It was a B movie. First time I saw it, um, I'd been told that it was funny, and the first thing you see is a load of cows on fire. Yeah. Yeah. It's really tree. gruesome, yeah. isn't and it? And I'm thinking yeah. this isn't very funny at all. It's very and dark, then, yeah. and then. The bit I did love, but or every time it happens, I hide my eyes, is when their heads explode in their helmets. <laughs> yes. yeah. It's like they've had a really Goo big everywhere. sneeze. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the bit I really, really liked was the attention to detail in the uh, alien ship's landing, because they always got that wobble at the oh, last yeah. minute, as if they were on string. Yes. Yeah. One of my favourite bits was when um, the grandmother, the old lady, was yeah. listening to her music on her gramophone mm. with the headphones on. <laughs> And um, they're all sneaking around behind her, building that massive laser to blow her face off. And then, (laughs) what's it, she... um yeah, the headphones yeah, get unplugged. The, the majority music. of the cast in it, though, are completely irredeemable. The oh, what, the characters? The, ca- the human characters. They're horrible. Yeah. They're, they're Pierce Brosnan yeah. and the, um, yeah. the, the woman. Yeah. <laughs> they, they were horrible, but it was it was funny. The yeah. Michael J. Fox character is a he was, slimy he was, little... He was extremely funny, but yeah. he was a slimy yeah. git. Yeah. yeah. But the the Tom bit Jones was nice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, he doesn't I, end into in film until right at the end. Yeah. I, li- I like the guy that's in charge of the military, and he's constantly telling people to blow things up, yeah. and yeah. no one's yeah. listening. This is to the him only one who you, you can see what he was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the bit where they're the aliens are running down the, the street with the machine saying, "Please do not run. We don't want. We want to be your friends. We don't want yeah. to harm you." While they're blowing people away, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and every time there's an explosion in that film, there's a body that flies past some stunt man on yeah. fire. Yeah. Yeah, shooting past the camera. <laughs> off something, really. It did take all the cliches yeah. from the yeah, old B movies. The old we come in peace, shoot to kill, and all yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> the professor, the piss Brosnan character, was classic. Had a pipe style professor. Yeah. yeah, they all mean good with the pipe. Yeah, with the pipe yeah. indeed. Yeah. And I loved how much enjoyment the Martians were taking out of their <laughs> mayhem. Yeah, oh, constant. <laughs> and, and the way that, that the humans apologised for the original massacre as if it was their fault that they let no, the dove out and they'd all no be killed. Yeah, 
gods. Yeah. And yeah. they send that message to Mars and everyone just reads it and starts laughing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, the president, the poor president, it was uh, Jack Nicholson. Again, it? it was, yeah. 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 He had three and roles. it was the, the bit parts for everyone because Danny DeVito yeah. showed up at one point. <laughs> yeah. when they were all escaping. It took him a while to burn him, didn't it? There's so many people who wanted to be a part of this film. Yeah. It sort of extended beyond its necessary life. Well, it, the way it was set up, it was like a disaster film. The beginning of the first half or so, you're meeting these characters, find out their relationships to each other, yeah. and then they get sucked and killed yeah. off. Yeah. In classic Terror Inferno sort of way. Uh, yeah. yeah. But the, the, the majority of the cast is so thoroughly repulsive, you don't have anything invested in any of them. I you're don't not think you need to. I don't think it's that no. sort of yeah. film. Like the, the, the old um, caricatures, deliberately. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The trailer trash. Um, yes. And their son getting killed first, and suddenly yeah. the entire trailer is a shrine to Billy yeah. Bob. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't think this is the sort of film where you have to have anything invested in the character. It's one of those ones where you've just got well, I mean, to that go with dragged the flow, along that, the roller yeah, coaster that ride. The, that is the problem I have. It just flows over me and doesn't actually make well, any mark. I, 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 I understand it's a comedy. Yes, yeah. there was a few bits and pieces that I smiled at, but on the whole, it's just. Mm, I think meh. you've, I think you've mm. missed the point of the film. Um, meh. Make yeah. him watch it again. Oh no, he's grumpy about something. You won't watch it again. I, I liked the Martians themselves. I thought yeah, the, the girl well Martian that was chewing the, the, the nitrogen chewing gum to yeah. stay alive was quite nice. idea. Yeah. the design, um, the detail on the actual Martians was very yeah. good in their faces. I mean, and the they colour were CGI'd, scheme. but they yeah. were so much like the drawings yeah. of I mean, the yeah. Martians. Yeah. Yeah. They were, the were de- deliberately CGI'd. And, you know, yeah. that, that, that's keeping within the film. So. Apart from a few moments, the CGI sort of stood up quite well. There's oh, a couple of yeah, there was a couple of explosions towards the end in Las Vegas where yeah. the CGI was a bit yeah. off. The cows on fire, the beetle looked a little bit dodgy. Yeah. That, we were all looking well, away. Were the cows on fire? <laughs> yeah. The fire didn't quite seem to attract the cows. You, you mean, you mean no. you, they should have gone out and set uh, an actual house? Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing how much they did do practically, though. There's yeah. a big shot of the army coming and they had, must have been, eight or nine helicopters. Yeah, all going yeah. around. It yeah. wasn't CGI, that was all for real. And yeah. they had to time it just right so the helicopters went past as the car came down yeah. carrying everyone yeah. nowadays they had the CGI that, but in yeah. 1970 you couldn't get it yeah. well, CGI was really expensive then as well wasn't it Dilemma did it and it was pretty cutting edge stuff at the, yeah. time. at the time and Michael J Fox had a pretty physical role at one point when it was all kicking off at oh, the first yeah, meeting yeah. he was running about everywhere diving yeah. Yeah. one thing that that's um, to him He's got Amelia written on his clock. Yeah, he's always yeah, had Amelia yeah. written, written on, on his, his clock. clock. Yeah. Yes, anyway, we apologise for that advert. Shrine of Amelia but it's, it's her, it's her. Buy Nat- a Nat- clock Nat- Nat- today. Nat- oh, shiny thing, shiny thing. <laughs> One thing that I have had a problem with is yes. when, when El Presidente said, right, we'll, we'll do Mars attacks, and I was working around in my head what I remembered, etc., and my favourite bits. I kept getting it muddled up with Independence Day. <laughs> well, I, I made this comment. I made this comment that I enjoy Mars Tax more than Independence Day. Yeah. Bill yeah. Pullman was a mighty fine president. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mighty fine. The best America never had. Yeah. Well, Bartlett, I would say. But anyway. <laughs> Bartlett couldn't have done what Bill Pullman did. <laughs> no, he'd have had people to do it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I, th- I think it actually took all the best bad bits of B-movie yeah. and put it into a movie. It was all those cringeworthy moments from yeah. B-movies that, that, you know, and you either Love or hate yeah, that side I, I, of think, I, I think, as I said to me, I think it's over-egged, the pudding. Yeah. I think it's far too much. I like 
the way the ending is deliberately sickly sweet in that Tom Jones is oh, covered yes. by deer <laughs> the birds. and the birds yeah. and a falcon. The deer, and... the animals. Yeah. And the ships rolling, the two heads finally <laughs> managed to kiss. Yeah. 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 But I tell you, that music, I don't know who the, the music is, the record that the grandmother's listening to, oh, but it kills puts my teeth oh, in my head. Yeah. Like, yeah, really hey, a Martian! <laughs> It's not a song that was created specially oh, for the oh, film. No, 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 it's no, I recognise yeah. the song because my yeah. mother went. Was it that when I'm calling you? Yeah, when yeah. I'm calling My mother you. went through a, a country and western phase, and I wasn't the best traveller at the best of times. A slight bump <laughs> would make me travel sick, and she'd play Slim Whitman <laughs> in the car. And oh, jeez, I blew chunks so often. <laughs> 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 it's not Slim Whitman's fault. <laughs> it is. He's the one who's singing. Yeah, it's that voice. It doesn't help motion sickness, does it? No, it really doesn't. It makes my fillings want to climb out. <laughs> <laughs> At least it makes your head explode inside his bubble. I believe me, there was times I wished it did. <laughs> <laughs> At least it would have been over with quickly. Where's a bit of Conway Twitty when you need it? Oh, God. <laughs> I would really like him to do a sequel to this, actually. Yeah, yeah the I'd like to see. Who survived the movie are still around. Yeah, just so we can get some special features on the DVDs yeah, if yeah. anything else CGI effects nowadays you could really yeah. sell the fact that but do you think that don't there. you think that might spoil it the whole point of the film was it was B-movie bad well well, then if it's it B-movie, it's got to have a sequel. Yeah. It, it can ape the B-movie look and feel and plots and everything, but... Not be related. The aliens the themselves way. could look more real, but in that yeah. cartoony yeah. sort of way, yeah. I would say. Um, but what they could do with it today would be quite something, I think. Mm. So I think it's agreed... Real Keith is a grump. And yeah. The rest of us rather liked it. Yeah, it yeah. cheered us up. Everyone laugh at the grump. <laughs> <laughs> and someone you. else liked it. He just whispered. Oh. I think we should say hello to him. Oh. Well, hello, Adam. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I say he's sulking. Hello. Hello, hello head of Hello, unnamed yellow head of doom. Hello, hello, head of doom. Bits and pieces, dangerous Churchill and Graham. Don't forget Graham. And wrapped up Tom Baker yep. still. And and the shrine of Grunhilda Nobner. And, and the big 40 Tom birthday badge. Where's the big 40 birthday They're next birthday? to Velma. Velma's holding it. it. It's resting on oh, her chest. Oh, got it, yeah. Oh, that is a big Resting on her ample chest. <laughs> ample chest. Ample orange chest. Yeah. Is there a TARDIS up there peeking out of wrapping paper? Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, next to Nazi yeah. Spock. Spock's yeah, trying I've, to unwrap it. I've seen all kinds today. Oh, no, it's incredible. Yeah. Isn't it? You've got no glasses or just no, no eyeballs? No, I just, I just noticed it. And naked Tom Baker sort of looks like a C-3PO. Yes, because he's not quite naked. He's wrapped up in silver, uh, gold foil. Yes. He likes his Still. Christmas wrapping. He doesn't he want to take it off. No. <laughs> right, you've been writing to us again. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Uh, thank you. We've heard from David. Oh, David Campbell. <gasps> Good oh, yes. grief! Wow. Yes. How Susan? <laughs> said that before, I think. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He I'm still hasn't told us. No. Pieces, I'm stuck. <laughs> anyway. Oh, no, he's still sulking, isn't he? Oh, 
He is. He's got real grumpy face on, isn't he? Your cue. You didn't take your cue for chronic hysteresis. They liked Mars' Oh, you're fingering your tablet. Anyway, David. Yes. He says, greetings, dear staggerers, and hello to the head of Pertwee Echo. Greetings, David. In episode 181, there was a discussion of Ghostbusters. David, Ghostbusters, I think, was one word. He's On the opening of a film, it's done in two lines. Is it? Oh, okay. I take that back, David. Actors coming from Saturday Night Live, SNL. Yes. And SCTV. Yes. I think there was a bit of confusion regarding the comedy backgrounds of some of the actors. Yes. Also, I think there was a bit of confusion regarding Second City Television, SCTV. Yes. And the Second City Improvisational Comedy Troops. Right. Second City Improv does improvisational comedy sketches in stage performances. There are troops in Chicago, hence the name Second City, and Toronto. SCTV was developed by the Toronto Troupe. I remember the first season of SNL and SCTV quite well, as my underage friends and I would regularly watch them in our dormitory at college, <gasps> since we couldn't go drinking legally on weekend evenings. I love it. Legally. <laughs> legally. Yeah. It's in brackets. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I am that old. Sigh. <laughs> if you've never seen SCTV, you must try and find it. It was a sketch comedy show, but it was somewhat different from SNL. Its premises were that SCTV was a fictional independent television television station in a small Canadian town. Ah. So the sketches were about the operations and programming of the station. Ah, like Studio 60. Yes. The actors in Ghostbusters. Dan Aykroyd was a member of the Second City Improv Troops in Toronto and in Chicago. He was not in SCTV, at least not as a regular cast member. Uh. I don't ever remember seeing him as a guest on the show either, and he probably would not have had much opportunity to be in SCTV since there was overlap in the first seasons of both. Ah, To say that Aykroyd was not an alumni of SNL, I would say is incorrect. As far as what the definition of alumni... No, it's just alum oh. is to my mind. He was one of the original not ready for prime time players from SNL and appeared in four or five seasons. He did a deadly Jimmy Carter impression. <laughs> Harold Ramis was a member of Second City Improv in Chicago. He later became involved in SCTV. He was asked to join SNL but decided to stay with SCTV. I had mixed feelings about this at the time. Ooh. Bill Murray was also a member of Second City Improv in Chicago. He oh. joined SNL in its second season after Chevy Chase left the show show. Uh, Rick Moranis was in SCTV but not in Second City Improv. Among other characters, he and Dave Thomas played Bob and Doug McKenzie, the dim-witted beer-drinking hosts of the Canadian-themed comedy sketch The Great White North. I hope this clears up any confusion that you may have had. My apologies if I interpreted confusion where there was none. Best wishes to all. David Campbell, Overland Park, Kansas, USA. Thank you. you. No, we have no idea. There was no confusion we just had no idea what we were talking about. Basically. Nope. Yeah. Yes. As usual. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Have you turned off Mr. Grumpy Face now? Didn't have Mr. Grumpy Face on. I've, as That's I said, not, that, yes. that, that, no. that was my reading face. I, grumpy Face is a lot like a reading face because I'm annoyed with the words. <laughs> you're annoyed with words? <laughs> yes. Oh, your tablet just vibrated. Does <laughs> <laughs> it explode? How dare it. <laughs> Vibrating on my wife. We have a second one here. One from Catherine. Hello, Hello Catherine. 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 Hello, staggerers. 
Hello, Hedda Pertwee. Oh. Any other thing else lying around, hanging around? <laughs> Thank you for the review of the current version of Metropolis. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I've not seen the movie since the release in the 80s with the Queen soundtrack. Yes. I've been wondering how the recovered footage has changed the movie. I'll have to see it if I can get my hands on it here in the States. You should be able to. Yeah. Like, yeah. G might be better place to suggest the differences between the two. It does expand the plot slightly. They managed to fill in the bits that were missing with Hell. narrative and that yeah. kind of stuff. I think it does the beginning scenes where you've got the additional footage of the ladies and he's choosing which of the ladies to oh, dance yeah. with. Yes, yeah. I yes. think that... The gossamer couple. The gossamer bits. Yes. That reinforces the fact of the, the two different <laughs> societies a bit more than the original oh, really? cut. Okay. Because there's a lot lot more of that scene of decadence and frivolity than you actually have but I, I just think it's it makes it a little bit more Fuller and rounded. Okay. Mm. All right. She goes on to say, I enjoyed the review of Warriors of the Deep. Next <laughs> I don't think I saw back in the day. I still don't want to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Much as I love the show, some seasons are a bit painful. Yeah. Yeah. It's more likely I watched a TV movie, which I've been putting off for months. <laughs> Despite a massive crash on Paul McGann's Doctor. Oh. I love the podcast. You folks always make me laugh. Catherine. Oh, good. Oh, thank, thank you, Catherine. Thank you, Catherine. Do we have any audio feedback? Right, yes. Audio feedback here from Jennifer. Hello. Hello, Hello Jennifer. Jennifer. Hello, Staggerers. This is Jennifer from Dallas. Greetings to everyone present, absent, and inanimate. Sorry <laughs> to send you two messages and then drop off the face of the earth, but there was that thing where I was not wanting to be spoiled for the third season of Sherlock, and I'm afraid uh, it I took know. me uh, until the end of April to actually get around to watching it, uh, <laughs> which I, I can blame lots of overtime in January and February. February and deleting the episodes off the DVR to make room for Olympics coverage and having to wait for the Blu-rays I'd ordered to arrive. Oh. I think mostly it was just I was not all that excited to uh, watch it because I'd heard some uh, friends had uh, had some mixed reactions or not been all that for this, so I wasn't yeah. hmm. okay. really in a hurry to see it, it turns out. And then I wound up watching it over the last week or two and realized, oh, that really was good. I enjoyed That's it for the third yeah. episode. Aside from the ending, the bit where it took Sherlock all that amount of time to work out that if everything existed only in Magnuson's head, that uh, killing him would probably, would not only completely solve the problem, but would be about the only way to neutralize him, given the holds he had on who he had. Yes, yeah. So I, I, the fact that it took Sherlock so long to work it out that he didn't shoot him until all the, sh- the choppers and the soldiers <laughs> and what all had arrived, and he murdered the man in front of all those witnesses, mm-hmm. that that, that yeah. struck me as plotting by way of character stupidity. I mean, if you <laughs> out a few seconds earlier, yeah. he and John could have been out the door. Mm. Yeah, true. Although that, uh, the uh, I think uh, one of you said something, or someone in feedback said something about how if uh, Mary had, had uh, arrived a little earlier and killed Madison before John and Sherlock yes. got up there to find her, Probably the uh, problem being that, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, killing the man with uh, her husband, the night her husband broke into the building, she'd basically be casting suspicion on him and Sherlock for the murder, so it's not like it would have been a really neat solution to the problem earlier in the episode either. Yeah. But um, really enjoyed the series. Really glad there's going to be a fourth season. Eventually. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I wish I'd at least dropped it? another note regarding the uh, last few episodes you did in 2013 before I kind of went on hiatus listening to your podcast. 
since uh, two things. First of all, I wanted to thank you, uh, those of you who recommended the Rivers of London books. Those oh, oh yes. I got yeah. around to reading those. Right before the fourth book came out, actually, so it was very well-timed. And mm-hmm. the other thing, uh, the point some of you raised about whether the 50th anniversary special was at all comprehensible to someone who hadn't <laughs> seen the McGann regeneration scene. Yeah. yeah. I had no idea that scene existed until hearing you discussing the episode oh, on, on the podcast yeah. or on the uh, commentary. So and yet I managed to follow it uh, just fine going oh. into it cold. I mean, it, it felt okay. like one of those uh, exciting Moffat episodes where he drops you right in the middle of the action at the True. beginning. Yeah. 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 yeah, So no problems following it without nice. that backstory. And uh, it was it was nice to go back and see the McGann scene afterwards. But <laughs> yeah. it, it, it was a comprehensible episode. I enjoyed it very much. You needed more I, I did enjoy, yeah. uh, after uh, Capaldi uh, appeared, I, I uh, <laughs> rewound and watched that two or three times. <laughs> So, yeah. looking forward to the new season of Who as well. I'm kind of excited about that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think that's all I have to say, so I will let you go now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, we're looking forward to the new season oh, of Who. Most yeah. definitely. Yeah. How do you think it's our new favourite Doctor at the moment? He sent us Absolutely. postcards. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we might have mentioned this. Now Smith did that. Yeah. No. I have to say, I quite took a shine to him as soon as I saw him announced. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to an older Doctor. Yeah. I'm into that. Okay. As for Sherlock, I know he's quite a logical creature, but maybe he was still conflicted about actually pulling the trigger. Well, Magnuson, which is why he didn't do it when he first had the opportunity a few minutes earlier, and he'd just been shot. Still recovering. Oh, still recovering from being shot. Yeah, still up. See, I'm not sure that Sherlock's actually shot what's-his-face at the end, because it's not... I don't know, it's not something Holmes would do, and I know this isn't the book Sherlock Holmes. I know that, yeah, he's going off in his own direction, but... I'm not sure he wouldn't do it, I think... I'm not sure. It is the only logical way out. It is, yeah. yeah. And... And if he has sacrificed himself by making himself a murderer, then I think... And yeah. also, yeah. we've had in the books where he hasn't exactly done things that would be approved of by the law. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He absolutely. has been... He'd let off people who are guilty because yeah. he approved of why they did the yeah, deed. Yeah, he has been cast himself as judge, jury and execution. I have, to, yeah. I have to say, though, I was not surprised when it was Moriarty at the end on that oh. last bit. It was like, oh, he's back, thank you. Well, we don't know he's back. <laughs> but, you know, in some respect. Mm. I think that's it for feedback. Yep. Yeah. Who wants to do the lead out? You're in Andy's seat. Oh, I'm in Andy's seat. You're doing Andy's standing. Andy's standing? Yeah, Andy's standing. You're Andy's Andy stand standing. double. Oh, right, okay. Well, a very similar build, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm almost getting the hairline for it, too. <laughs> do, do your own thing. Do, 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 do your version. Okay. Do your version. Make it do your, your way. Your own. Yes. Dominate the extra. The what? The what? <laughs> have an intro. The bistro. Oh. That's what you mean. Oh, yeah, the, dominate the extra, possess it, Absolutely. make it your own. Well, that's all, folks. Bye. <laughs> you have been listening to the Staggering Stories Podcast, Series 1, number 184, featuring Adam James Purcell, Fake Keith, Gene Riddler, The Real Keith Dunn, and featuring Scott Fuller. The views and expressions here are that of the speaker and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers of the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this is an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. dead <laughs> except those that already are has anyone come back to life <laughs>
Not according to this, but they, they zombie don't pr- publish rumour. Yeah. <laughs> Without his head. <laughs> <laughs> zombie Pertwee is looking for his head. <laughs> House in Crawley has been bricked up and guns have been seen poking from window holes. <laughs> no news on there. That'd be fantastic. I could do reporting from inside the siege building. <laughs> And this is being recorded on May the 4th. If you you. say it, I will punch you. (laughs) They had to explain that on the radio this morning. I'm so... I I just can't stand it. it, Stop making the joke. It's not a joke anymore. They were saying that today is unofficially declared as a Star Wars day due to the fact that they said May the 4th be with you, which sounds like... Talk about ruining the joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got a text early mm. hours before I'd even woken up saying, May the 4th be with you. Who was it from? And would you Someone like them work. killed? <laughs> oh. Not unusual to have fun with anyone. <laughs> ba 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 ba. Guess what I've been watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he did go a bit overboard at that point, though, didn't he? <laughs> what, made me with my ba 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 bars? I'm sorry. I'll stop ba ba. <laughs> Ba 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 it was, wasn't it? It was very beaker. But bubbles. Bubbles! <laughs> you were nice. Have you had your Mountain Dew yet? I have. Oh, That's God, why. That answers the question <laughs> then. Yeah. Right, we're doing time flight first, or we're doing... We know what Gene thinks of time flight. We're doing time flight again. Let's do time flight Let's do time flight. Let's go for it. That's not time flight. That's Tegan Javanka. <laughs> I was born ready. No, you weren't there. No, no, I wasn't. You know they wouldn't commission Doctor Who nowadays. Yeah. An old guy is going to kidnap women and boys who are, and boys <laughs> who are barely legal and put them in this blue box and take them away from the police, their parents, and everyone else, and, and subject them to distraught. Anxiety and yeah, and terrorized, yeah. deathly situations. Yep. Yeah. You just wouldn't get my no. <laughs> get them to scream a lot. Yeah. Got one bit of audio. We've got two bits of uh, written. Do, do they say that Keith's a grump for not liking Mars Attack? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they should do. Well, I have only one thing to say. Oh, oh, that was a bit dribbly. That was, wasn't it? It's all it deserves. That's bed. why he has his own chair. Yeah. It's all it deserves. <laughs> <laughs> a half-hearted dribbly one. Yes. <laughs> bubbles. Bubbles. I want to do bubbles in the house, but there's too much electricity. Fire brigade will come and there'll be a burning husk of a house, four corpses and me just holding this bubble stick. Going, <laughs> little bubbles of fire floating out. <laughs> I, I did enjoy uh, after uh, Capaldi. Capaldi. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's gone. She's gone. gone. No, Come back. You, you corrected her. She, she <laughs> went off in a snuff. Oh, well, I won't be hearing from her again. That's on another hiatus. <laughs> See, that was grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> he cut her off. Yeah. Capaldi, <laughs> right, you bastard. It was nice to go back and.